Some call me Tim. The show that every Wednesday interviews a different person. Not always a comedian. Sometimes they're normal people. That is not the case today. Today the case is that we have Jason Cole, comedian and doer of other things. Not sure what those are yet, but we're going to find out here on Some Call Me Tim, the podcast where we talk about what people believe in. Uh, I was raised particularly religious, and I don't feel like that's the external morality. I don't feel like the imposition of external morality on people is what makes them moral, but that's just how I believe it seems right now in these trying times as our executive the executive order the draft just came out the executive draft order of one of 45 things large sweeping discrimination um, because of religious freedom saying that that whole argument that oh I can discriminate against you if your practices don't subscribe to my religious beliefs so with birth right. control with lgbtq with trans with abortion all these kinds of things it's very scary and it's getting very religious but i think that that has nothing to do with morality and we're here to talk about jason cole's sense of morality and what he does and does not believe in i usually start with this do you believe in jesus uh the short answer i guess would be no thank you for having me by the way yeah absolutely yeah, it's going to be a short conversation. I'm sure you have a lot of... Uh... No, but I... You, so you don't... So not only do you not believe that he was the son of God or part of the Father, Son, Holy Ghost, part of the deity, but you also don't believe that he actually existed oh, as I, a person? I, or I, I do don't you, know that. You I'm don't know. I'm not smart enough to know that. I presume maybe there was a guy with the sandals and doing those things. But cool, cool. All the supernatural stuff, I don't know. Right, right. Yeah. I, you know, allegorically, it's cool stuff. Like... I mean, okay, so five loaves, two fishes, serving 2,000 people dinner. That sounds like some really great budgeting. <laughs> um, but it was like they just kept giving out the food and there just was enough food. But I think that maybe, hopefully, that was an allegorical thing. It wasn't like literally he made 10,000 fish. Right. But it was that all the people, if all the people bring together what they have and then you are like a socialist and give it to everyone, then there's enough to go around I don't know didn't uh, wasn't weren't women created from a rib or something right like one rib it's you know and that's uh, it, is it that's the thing is religion is it stories to keep people subjugated is it I mean does religion exist to keep women uh, uneducated and pregnant or whatever however they want us to to be I think a common explanation is it was made up a long time ago to explain death and to explain lightning and to explain thunder and explain diseases because they needed something to believe in because we would not evolve if, if everyone thought that the end was the end people would just be around killing and screwing and stuff and not do you, do you and think not so, evolving. You know, that's where we get to every week as I say with people are people inherently good or are they inherently evil see Zach says they're inherently evil I don't agree. I think that people in the heart of their nature are actually good and they want to see good things happen right. to themselves and people around them. That's a lot to do with nurture and how they're raised and where they're raised, you know, to, to care and to be a part of a community. But right. if you did an experiment and have somebody out in the middle of nowhere, I don't know, it's hard. It's like those I, reality shows prove that people go nuts for competitive reasons. And, and Yeah, and I think um, if you just like... Uh, I think your ego is evil. That that's what I think. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think your ego puts yourself in front of everybody. Like it's uh, 
when if you like walk out in the street with somebody, right? And you and there's a car coming. You both look to see the car. You instinctively jump back before you grab the other person. Unless like moms always reach for their kid, and that that's like just like a change in how your brain functions. Yeah, I think some people are born more docile. They're not evil. So it's yeah. I think you're just born wired to be aggressive or wired to be kind of a jerk, and it can be exasperated. But there's plenty of people. But again, they've been raised. By the time you meet them, so are you wired to be a jerk or are you wired to be a nice guy? Uh, it's very complicated. I'm kind of an asshole. I'm really, kind of you a, feel that way? I'm you seem like a real nice guy. Yeah, I'm mellowing with age, but I was. But again, was it because I was raised? Because my parents were this. My mom was an alcoholic. Whatever. Blah blah blah. But I got to be aggressive and angry and pissed. You know, I'm a comedian, so there's lots of you know. It's a healthy way to get out the aggression. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. So do you do you drink? Yeah. Okay, I, I'm just curious. My heavy because days you, are over you, for sure. But you, you would you would classify your mom as an alcoholic, but not not you. No, no just, I don't. You're I, just a casual drinker. Yeah, I can. I walk. Away. Turn it on and off doesn't matter. Not a problem. Yeah, gotcha. I don't like hangovers anymore. So right. It took a long time to to not drink too much, but yeah. To figure out about the water and that for me, I just have to eat. Yeah. When I forget to eat, then I I get I feel really yucky the next day and I get way too wasted Absolutely. way too quickly you gotta eat the big pasta meal before you yes yeah, something <laughs> yeah except I've made this new I'm making this new pasta it's the weeds in the pasta and it is strong I we ate it before bed and I woke up in the middle of the night and I was I was fucked up I was ripped <laughs> I was having crazy dreams about like God and shit and I was like oh and I woke yeah. up and I'm like oh it was the pasta that's much better than the alcohol I think yeah well Open up, opening up my mind again. I feel like alcohol it brings you to your worst nature. Like yeah. if if you want to see if you're a, a in the someone's soul if they're a good person or a bad person, the easiest way to do it is to get them drunk. Yeah. I am a really nice, happy drunk. I never get into fights with anybody. Yeah. I'm usually really smiley and having a really good time. Like the worst thing I'll do is karaoke. I mean, and that's not too bad. <laughs> so, like, but yeah. that's why I. That's why this show interests me and what people think interests me about their beliefs is that, I mean, I truly believe that people are good. Yeah. And then I hear from other people, they're like, no, you know, not so altruistic. Um, but I, I don't understand how, I think, you know, things right now in our political sphere are going wonky. And a lot of it has to do with religion. And I didn't even think that 45 was like a super religious guy. No. But for some reason, he's like jumped into bed, maybe because it financially behooves him. Right. But all of these questions on morality, the Roe v. Wade is being brought up again, which is crazy. And it's, it's the morality standpoint. And so I'm like really interested in how people, you know, maneuver through our society and consider themselves moral or amoral or immoral or right about this whole belief thing or taking the leap of faith i always find it interesting a lot of these you know the climate change deniers like no i don't <laughs> i don't see enough evidence of that but like okay how much evidence of god have you gotten way less evidence of god right way less and they're just oh sure i, be, I buy all the stories isn't that i've never even thought of and that you look it's at all the so stats. funny yeah no not enough evidence and they're so willing to believe this ridiculous idea that the the like humans were around that they say oh the humans were around the time of dinosaurs because the world was created in 4,000 years and dinosaur bones are a hoax I'm like except your car runs on gasoline which was like dinosaur bones so it's not a hoax and like you can't you right. you, you deny global warming but it's because we're taking dinosaur bones that were sitting in the ground for 
millions of years and it turned into this delicious sludgy goo that runs our entire economy that's, now that's mind-blowing petrochemicals and isn't it funny that so did God intend that? So did, right? He, he gave us, he or she gave us free will to figure this stuff out. But that's taking it from like the 35,000 foot level. Just imagine there's a decent chance that all this religion is actually not real. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But imagine if it is, if it isn't. It's the biggest magic trick it's, ever. And, but in, it, so many people believe in so many different things on a large scale, right? right. You've got a lot of, you got a lot of Muslims. Right. Got a lot of Christians. Uh, Catholics, I guess, are Christians are kind of the same. You got a lot of Jews. Yeah. Got your big three. Right. And then you've got your Buddhists. Baptists. And your, and your, oh, well, yeah. I mean, they consider themselves. Right up with the Christians. The Christians are. So well, Christians. now, Christians are weird because there's the born againers, and they don't think that Catholics are real. <laughs> they think that they know that Catholics are real, but they don't think that Catholics are going to heaven. If you ask a born againer, like an evangelical or a. Presbyterian, anyone who accepts Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior into their heart because he died on the cross all those years ago because he knew all of the sins that you were ever going to do. He knew all of them already. And then he took them on for you and he died so that he he is a blameless human being so that you could do all of these sins someday. I'm like, doesn't it seem like we're getting kind of convoluted? Right. So they say that because Catholics have the priest as an intermediary between so the Catholics say well you you can't really you could talk to God but really you should go through the priest because that's how you absolve your sin is through the priest through God because you don't actually can't really you're not really good enough to get to God you know what I mean <laughs> you don't have a so you've got the little yeah you got like the priest in the middle helping you out as a conduit so the born agains say that Catholics are a cult and they aren't actually because they don't actually sit down and say ask the Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, in your heart, and you're like, what? It's this tiny, like, little... And then the difference between the Christians and the Jews. It's like a book like that thick. It's like right. the beginning of the book is all the same, and then they're like, oh, wait, but we're really different. Right. Or let's write a new book and then just call your book old. Right. <laughs> it's like, like, hey, thanks. The, Mor- the Mormons, they freak me out, too, and there's a lot of them. And they believe, they truly believe that you have lots of kids and you have to be good. And then you get your, a, a planet. Your own planet. You get your own planet. So that's the balls of it all is that it can't, some of it can't be real. There can't be one God and oh, all the other ones are made up. Right. So it's either all or nothing. So is that all the Greek mythology? They have hundreds of gods. Sure. And what about Native Americans? All their spirits? I, it's just the, the lip service that, that the Christians, the big three, they're like, oh, that's not real. That's Scientology. That's not real. <laughs> Scientology is big. Do. Yeah, but it's either all or nothing. It. Obviously, Scientology is completely made up. That's well, I, the Thetans, but that's the thing is, people Thetans. actually believe it. And how? Okay, it's an ego. and it was started. It's an ego. It was started by L. Ron Hubbard, right? right? And he was a contemporary of Isaac Asimov. And the story goes that they wanted to see who could write a book that people would see as a religion and see if they could t- have it take off. And he wrote Dianetics, and it just became this thing. Everybody loves it, and. Somehow they like own Hollywood, like the rich, they've got a way that like the rich get richer because of the, like. It's a pyramid scheme. It's like, right? it's like Trump and, University. You pay this money and you move up to the next level. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's so. But they electrocute you. You hold onto these things and they, yeah. they take the Thetans. You have to afford to give them the money to get right. the treatments to have the Thetans be removed from your body. The truth is stranger in, fi- in fiction. That would make a great movie and you'd be like, God, oh, that's ridiculous, but it's happening. Isn't that's that crazy? That's what's insane. All the wars that are fought, all the people 
dying and living. All the Muslim stuff right now. It might not be real. Like, all, oh. God is great. That's the other thing is like, <laughs> so just say, people say, oh, that's not what God says about, but who's to say? Right. But what does God say about, I'm sure that, well, I don't know. It's we, so we create the God because we're afraid of death. You right. know, like you said. We need to explain the unexplainable. Explain the unexplainable. And I understand when you're like an agrarian culture and the Greek gods and there was the one that, the chariot meat took the sun around right. the you know the harvest a good harvest you got to have something a rain dance anything. sure because yeah. you lived you'd live till you're like 20 and you die everyone's dying right. everyone has disease so you got to have some fables some stories to, to to motivate you right to keep it all together like if you do good here then there's an afterlife and that helps people evolve if, if you if everyone from back in the day thought it was over in another five years right all you do was fight and screw and, right. and pillage you wouldn't really try to establish anything you're like oh an afterlife I have something to a goal. Right. It's like the weekend. It, it, and <laughs> You're working towards the weekend. It just seems so weak minded that like if but if if you don't have this that's the thing is it's like for the weak minded because it's saying if you don't believe in this rhetoric, if you don't believe in these stories, if you don't believe in this, then you're ostracized, you're not good enough. Or our yeah. our beliefs are better than the, the the Muslim thing right now is crazy. You know, Muslims are really like, great family people the things they believe in are like yeah, and there's billions of them like they're not all blowing stuff up i mean right. it's just like there's lots but, of car crashes that doesn't mean but why do we villainize why why do we have to find a villain and why do we make it in this like religious outpouring like what is yeah. can't we just all get along but right. it's like why do we have to segregate ourselves in all of these different ways and say well i'm this and i can prove it because i well, people are, very simple. Yeah. people are very simple. People are very simple-minded on the whole Muslim thing. I mean, like almost 100% of all these attacks. Okay, they're Muslim, but also they all have beards. So, are all beards bad? Or right, they're all right. Men? It's are a all conspiracy. Men bad? Most well, then there's conspiracy of beards. It's like, yeah. So don't. It's easy to lump in. You say, oh, it's all of this. So it's you know, people are very simple. I mean, but that that's why we I, are we over? Are we making it too complex? I, that's the thing. Is I think I think life doesn't have to be that crazy difficult you find something you enjoy doing you do that you try to hang around people that you enjoy being with and be nice to others it's well because that's what that's it only behooves you i mean when you're in public dealing with people people like nice people so it's nicer to be nice you know you catch more flies with honey than with a stick like i can if if i'm gonna go out and be social why would i like not be so why would I be frowny or angry or but I've seen people that sort of are combative in their regular conversation like right they'll Argu- be at a bar argumentative yeah. yeah and I'm like is that just your personality like yeah why do you have to be so combative about everything Can't I had friends just- like that in my life where it's always a debate always an argument and I just let them out of my life there's yeah. no point yeah what 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 are the what are the big debates around your uh, about your did you did you like have some sort of life change like you seem like a person that like went through something like you used to work in corporate America or do something <laughs> and then you were like fuck it I'm growing a mustache <laughs> like what, what is the uh, no I've just been I've actually just having the dual life I'm still in corporate America but still oh. doing creative stuff you know I do did music doing music for like 20 20 plus years oh, okay. So. Playing in bands, but still having that day job, the white collar guy. But yeah, it was right. been a long journey of eight years at community college, going to college later in life, uh, 
doing a lot of drugs and uh, smoking a lot of weed and drinking and being in bands, you know. The, yeah, yeah, the yeah, 90s, fun the, stuff. The yeah. 90s hair metal, I got the videos, you know. Sweet. Playing drums, chasing women, and uh, sooner or later you have to grow up. But I always loved comedy and uh, decided to get into it a couple months ago. So. Yeah. Yeah, the whole religion thing is... Um, and it's weird because there's a lot of smart people that are super religious. Like, I work with somebody and they're very smart, but... It, I find that super religious people are creepy. They're, yeah. They have this creepy thing and they seem very gullible. It's just weird to me. Well, I mean, I enjoy texts. Texts. I enjoy reading and I enjoy memorizing certain yeah. things. But the Bible is one of these weird things that is so open to interpretation and so like... And people use it as something that they interpret it. It's, exactly. That's but, but they memorize, and that's the thing. It's 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 this really malleable text, and then they base so much off it. But then it's almost like it's how your pastor spins it. Right. But there are certain passages like what Galatians six two. But it is by uh, it is by faith you have, it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by men, so no one can boast. Which is so dumb, because men did the gifts of God, the book itself. It seems like such a... It's like, it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And I hate it when they say, well, you just have to believe it. You just have to believe. And it's like, but why? Why? If I'm going to believe in something, this is like the last kind of God I want to believe in. I want If I'm going to believe in something, I want to believe in like, you know, unicorn, pegasus, ponies... <laughs> You know, positive energy, like right, yeah. and like rainbows in the sky, and like, you know, like the the lake filled with caramel. Like this yes. is this is where what I want to believe in, right? Like we all we die, and then there's the quaalude tree, and they it, they fall on you like skittles, and it's like <laughs> taste the rainbow, and it's like that's you know, my version of heaven doesn't have God sitting in this fluffy white cloud being like right. What? So I get to sing and serve him for eternity. I'm like, no, put me by the milkshake lake, right? <laughs> that was one of my huge stumbling blocks with religion. Is it's all give, it's worshiping somebody, like giving the glory to somebody else. Right. You win the you win the Super Bowl. It's God. God did it for you. But, I hate that. But if you screw up, it, you're, it's, it's on your, you. Right. When something bad happens, it's on you. It yeah. wasn't God's fault. But when he gets all the glory, so this whole worshiping thing, it's very you know like following Hitler, following. It's like I'm not gonna. I don't. I, that's one of my huge things of not only the leap of faith of just believing in this ridiculous. It's like, okay, I have to worship you. Like, I don't have time for that. It's I don't like, have really, time for that, yeah. I'm self-involved. I like my community. I like my friends. And we're all good to each other, my family. But it's this whole, like, oh, I got this guy I got to keep worshiping. It's just, it's odd to me. Right. Absolutely. And giving the credit of, I hate that. You know, things are hard enough. And if you actually get the opportunity to succeed, why would you give that? Right. Why would you give that success to a non-entity? Right. Like, no, I didn't I didn't work for years and years every day really hard at this to get, you know, like and the actresses or whatever like, no, God didn't make that movie you did. You were the one that showed up on set. You were the one that ate the craft services, you know? It's fucking Susan from Craft Services makes a mean grilled cheese, right? Like there's Susan made it happen more than God and she's just craft services. Right. So and another common argument is the is the horrible things that happened, like that horrible church shooting down there. Oh. Does you know they, they got that knucklehead to come in there? He they welcomed this little white kid uh, and uh, they they, stu- they uh, prayed with him and for 15 minutes. Then he went out, got his gun, and killed. I mean, it's oh. like if there's any chance, if there's ever a time for God to sh- to show up with a lightning bolt and just do it, that's it. Right, right. Strike the kid well, down. And it, it's funny because but he can't get involved, right? 
He's the, super powerful, but he gets involved with the touchdown. Boom, I did that. Oh, right, oh, right, right, right. I can't stop this guy from killing six, right. comp- nine my house. devoted people yeah, in the it, church. In, in his own house. Yeah, like, just, come on. Just it's a quick little lightning bolt. Yeah, a like, little lightning bolt. It's absolutely. There's, and it's not like he hasn't done it in the Bible in the past. That's everywhere. Like, it, my favorite example, this is, I'm kind of a Bible scholar, but like um, in Acts, it, which is um, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and then Acts, and it's like when Paul, Paul and Ringo. starts his yeah, his ministry. But it's when it's when the church is first starting, and Peter is part of this church, and they basically say to everyone, "Everyone, sell everything you have, hold nothing back, give it all to the church, and then the church is going to parse it out." So- yes. Socialism, right? Yeah, right in the Bible is socialism. Now, our Right now in our country, there's a lot of guys of religious freedoms and they're all capitalists. And I'm like, but the Bible, how come you believe this part of Jesus, but not this socialism part? Yeah, it's the pick and choose stuff. So then this is when God strikes him down. One of the guys and his wife, they sell this parcel of land and they don't tell the church and they hold the money for themselves. But the church finds out. So they bring them in separately. First, they bring in the guy and they say, did you sell this land? And he says, no. And then they said, we know you did. And then they say, God strikes him down. I think that the people of the church struck him down. Yeah. (laughs) Come on. So then they bring the wife in and they say, hey, did you sell this land? She goes, no. And they're like, well, let's see what happens to you. Hey, God. And then she dies supposedly in the book. She dies too. And I, I find it really funny because it's this, it's this place in the Bible where they're saying, if you're not socialist, we're going to kill you. Which I think is so funny because now all of Christianity seems like such a capitalist venture. Right. The whole, so, tax, the whole tax, all the tax benefits and all that stuff. Well, oh. And the way that we run everything, like, why, why can't our... We are so rich, but we are so entitled. And the 1% feels like they're even more entitled to even more. And now they're running the country and giving all the cabinet members to their other one percenter friends, taking right. over everything. Goldman Sachs, all that. All that stuff. But, and they're still, they still got this whole thing about morality and religion. And I'm like, how come you just take, you take this part of it and you take, you cherry pick from it as opposed to actually looking at the Bible and looking at the religious precepts and tenets and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, shouldn't it be all or nothing, you know? Kind of, I would think. It's like, like, the, it's like the Constitution. These are old-ass documents, mm-hmm. and you, they need to evolve right. uh, with life and reality. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, Second Amendment bullshit. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, a right of, to have a well-armed militia. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's like, I get it. I get it. When the... That was great for the times. Right, because England would come over and they would do this thing where they'd be like, hey, um, we are taking over your farmhouse. Yeah. And they would just take all your stuff and they'd you know, rape your daughter and eat your cow and do all this stuff. And we were like, whoa, 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 whoa. We get to bear arms so we can't let this happen. We can rise up against our oppressor and say nay. But the problem is that now the Second Amendment is moot because our oppressors have such weapons of mass destruction that we can't even conceptualize having on a small scale but if our government can have drones and they can you know knock knock who's there predator drone (laughs) predator drone. never open your door to a predator drone you're dead now you're dead (laughs) right 
Well, also getting they're getting so small, there'll be a speck of a speck of dust, all the cameras and stuff. And it comes up your nose and goes out your brain. Nanotechnology kills you. It's happening. So scary. So you believe in nanotechnology? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all that stuff like a Fantastic Voyage. They're gonna have little things inside your body. That movie for for surgeries and such. It's crazy what's what's happening. The the one that I'm excited about the nanotechnology they've been working at Berkeley for a while. It's. it's it goes on either as paint on your um, house or it goes on your window as clear, and uh, it's nanotechnologies that eat sunlight. So it's like it's basically like solar. Wow. It's like tiny little solar machines that they're trying to rig up so that they've got the the stuff that you could paint on. You could put it on the blacktops. You could put it. You could put it everywhere. Oh yeah. You could just be solar everywhere. But then it's about making the grid to take the nano energy because these little tiny machines are making little tiny energy. Wow. And then you transfer the energy into like conduits and then you can use those, but it's sunlight and it's like they eat sunlight. That's crazy. Right? That's the cool stuff. But uh, <laughs> we're on the point of no return with all this technology and the, and the, and the facelessness of it. You know, right. just something simple I was thinking about back in the day when you have to call a girl to ask her on stuff, you call the house phone and you talk to the mom or the dad or something like that. Now, you don't, you don't need to talk to anybody else because you're calling these kids directly or whatever right. like that. Ten-year-olds have cell phones and they yeah. actually use them, which so is So no weird. one's talking to the parents now. It's all, now that everyone's being cut out of the loop. You don't, peer-to-peer. Remember the kitchen phone and you'd be like, all the kids. Right. You'd be like, you'd be in the dining room with the 30-foot cord. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like... You fake click it and then <laughs> pick it up anyways. Yeah, it's just these passive points of no return that uh, the technology is great, but it's it's no, you know, the bookstores and the record stores right. and even just the heyday of the record industry where you... Vinyl is still important, though. Yeah, but back in the day, you wouldn't even know what the artist looked like, you know, and you get excited to go see the show now. You just, oh, yeah. You just click on Google Images and, like, there's no mystery in anything. There's no... Yeah, everything is... And, and we don't have to be as smart because you don't have to remember anything because everything's accessible. Or just, yeah, or just go to the library. Remember, you have to go out to right. the library. Right, used to have to... Bibliography, try to research books not that it helped me i was horrible at school well but it's good at i mean it it really is good to teach like systems to people like this is how this system works this is the dewey decimal system this is how we catalog and categorize now it's like google search done that's your training well that's how you yeah that's how you learn everything now i guess you don't have to know (laughs) that's the thing is you don't have to know anything because everything's so easily accessible now i don't have a smartphone i have a dumb phone so i don't have access to the computer box all the time but you know my boyfriend's 10 years my junior and he he googles everything he if he has any question about anything a band name yeah uh, and then you go in this wikipedia rabbit hole right right clicking on things and, it's like, and and somehow they're taking all the information and doing something with it but i don't i don't believe in their algorithms i think that they're they're terrible uh, like for right now, the, the ad that they've got me on is uh, looking for prescription savings. Uh, <laughs> with a copay card, you could be eligible for. I'm on Medi-Cal, you dumb fucks. I so am, they're, they're feeling you out. I don't know what they for. I don't have to. I don't spend any money on drugs at all because they're all free because I'm poor enough. There's two ways to live in San Francisco. You either have to be really, really rich, or you have to be really, really poor. Right. And I'm sort of on the poor. I am on the poor side by choice. Um, because I honestly can be more of an, I can have the freedom of my artistry. Right. Um, you're off the grid a little more. I'm off the grid a little more. Yeah. I just, but it's, you know, I just have to make, I make budget choices. Like I don't have a smartphone and I don't have internet at my house and I can't, 
I can't afford to buy my own cigarettes. I just bum them off other people, which is terrible because I just smoke everyone else's cigarettes. But <laughs> it's just not even in my budget because I just can't. Right, right. God isn't in my budget. I can't buy. Even like when I used to be like into Wiccan shit, like fucking buying candles and tarot cards and shit. That adds up. Tarot right. cards aren't free. So what's the future? We're talking about technology. I mean, oh, right. I think the, the power and, and, and pull of religion is slowly lessening over the years. I there disagree. Always, there, there'll always be the Rome, the hardcores. I feel like it's more pertinent now. What's how many, happening? How many millennials are devout? I mean, come on. No, but not that they're devout. It's that they're not devout and somehow still the middle of the country who is devout or whatever. They'll keep pre- they procreating. Keep, and what yeah, What is happening? The well, they're... They're changing policy right now. We're, executive policy is being changed because of religious. They're basically legalizing discrimination, trying to, based on religious freedoms. And you talking about the ban right off the bat? Or? The, the, the ban on the Muslims, the ban on uh, women can't get abortions. In You can get fired for having out of wedlock right. mar- sex. Like the, I was reading an article today. There like what's happening to women you're a woman was uh fired from her job for being pregnant and not married that's insane that's inflicting someone else's morality oh yeah but it's, that's a good that's a good case there's federal protections for her obviously but yeah it's there's isn't like sodomy still illegal in right in some parts? states I yeah mean, it's like yeah. what are we still, what are we living it's, in and and then that's the thing is why do we believe that that's so scary why are gay people oh well like who cares Who's having sex how? Who cares? Why do we feel so entitled to know everybody's business? Like, I don't want to know how other people are having sex. Do however you want to do it. And think of all the the absolute perverted things that normal, quote unquote, normal heterosexual people do behind closed doors. As dirty or dirty than any gay person. Just But it's because it's fun. There's nothing wrong with that. But just like half those people are are kinky people. There's always the politicians getting caught sending, you know, dick pictures, texting little boys and all that stuff. It's like... It can happen to anybody. You know, we're all a little perverted on the inside. Sure. It's just, yeah. But then why do we call that out with our morality and our religiousness? Is it that people become religious because they feel so guilty about being human that they, like, why do we put this huge stigma on the humanity of sex and... Right. Or even just body being naked and all that right. stuff. Right. And however people want to express themselves. I mean, I've gone to Burning Man a couple of times, so I'm, you know, I'm pretty open. I'm not like I personally am kind of prudish, but that's just me. That's just how I am. I'm not like, I don't know. I just never, I was never the girl that like, you know, did seven minutes in the closet and like made out with people. But also like, I was always afraid of getting herpes, you know, like I just didn't want to get cold sores on my face. It seemed like all the slutty girls always had cold sores. And I don't know if that was just me projecting my prudish Christianity onto them or yeah. if everyone was really giving each other herpes. I, I don't know. I did the seven minutes of heaven. It was basically one minute of heaven and six minutes of apologizing. Oh, Boom. Come funny. on. Uh, <laughs> what was I going to say? Uh, yeah. But we, we somehow tie all of our personal morality and we, so why does it have to revolve around sex? It's just so funny, like procreation or not. And how we decide or not to do that is somehow the basis for all of these 
governmental decisions yeah, when it's it, like it's kind of like if somebody oh. pro, he who doth protest so much if they, they they're afraid of being gay themselves or being right. being curious and they so they project like oh I'm not gay and all like so, and ha, all the, the senators that get busted for for some some kind of gay thing have pushed legislation against it you know so it's all their deflecting type of stuff it's right like, right. Uh, do you have any skeletons that in your closet that you would want to hide that you'd be like, oh, if I became, if I was in politics, they'd really find that one? Well, you know, I did acid at all the drug stuff. But, oh, yeah, that's uh, no big deal. I avoided going to jail and stuff. Yeah, good. L- luckily. Uh, but we talk about drinking. Like, if I think about all the horrible things and embarrassing things I've done, I, I think I was drunk, the you know, 100% of these horrible things. Like, Interesting. You just make bad decisions. Right, you know, right, 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 right. Like, yeah, it's cringeworthy. See, now, the, the thing is that every time I do, I get, if I get blackout drunk and I'm like, oh, did I do anything stupid? Uh, I never feel too badly about it because no one else is actually paying attention to me. Uh, I'm, I'm such a narcissist and I'm like, I get so all up like, <laughs> everyone, I was so embarrassing last night, wasn't I? And it's like, Nobody. you know, no one was really paying attention because everybody was sort of into their own shit anyways. So don't worry about it. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Yeah, but I, um, I break more things and so it's definitely more noticeable. And right. Lighting things on fire and crashing, oh, well, crashing see, cars. I'm and, just, I'm, it's just the me at the brainwash usually with, you know, just too many pitchers of beer, <laughs> which is their fault, not mine. Love the brainwash. Love them. Absolutely. Lagunitas on tap, cold beer. Yeah. Cold beer at a laundromat. Yeah. I'm, uh, I hope that it doesn't shut down. I'll be very sad. Oh, is there rumblings? Well, just he closed his hours and they've been, they've been having problems because of the building next door. Noise or violation? No. Um, oh, the construction? Because of the construction, there's no parking, but there was never any parking in the Soma anyways. And yeah. um, that they think they're getting less. I don't, I don't agree. I don't, I don't think. I think he just has to hold out because once that building is in, that's a whole a new clientele. And where else are they going to go to get burgers? Right there. I mean. They see, yeah. They seem yeah. to have always people in there whenever I go. Yeah. Always. So I will be So the future days. religion. 100 years is still going to be powerful. I mean. You know, that's a good question. Will um, Christianity become defunct or will it still as well? Because we're moving into a place where people don't read. Well, don't. Can't the millennials? I mean, the people in Middle America hopefully are not going to be in charge. You know, those kind of not to disparage all of them, but like these millennials, these techies are. We need the Elon Musks and the Bill Gates right, and the, and right. the or the younger, smarter people to be in charge. Absolutely. Who think who look at problems pragmatically and like a like an entrepreneur. I guess you could call what's his dick a pro- entrepreneur. Well, we need but, to get to some. We need to get to socialism is going to be. It, it'll never work until we have a common foe uh, as people. So they can either try to galvanize us um, against the Mexicans or against the Canadians or against, they've been trying to galvanize us against, you know, the, the, now it's like the Muslims, but I really think that they're going to turn us against ourselves and we're going to have a class war, like, and the military will be in the streets. And I feel like morality is a part of that and that they're, they're I mean I don't stand with any religion like I'm telling you pink unicorns and and the the caramel lake like that's the shit I believe in I I really don't you know want to have this invisible friend who 
you know, sacrificed himself so that my mom can be a martyr. You know right. what I mean? It's like, ah, what? So growing up, did you do the church on Sunday with family? Yeah, and such? we were really, really, really. I went to a Christian school wow. for kindergarten through eighth grade or seventh grade. That's all grade. the uniforms and the rulers on the knuckle. Well, kind of stuff, no or? uniforms, unfortunately, um, because the kids were really rich and they didn't want that because they wanted to, you know, make me feel uh, like less of a person by not having as cool clothes as they did because it was Danville. So they oh, wanted yeah. to make sure that we. Um, you know, could maintain our individuality by buying lots of clothing because we were rich people. Uh, they wouldn't want to shut that down. Don't put the kibosh on that with those school uniforms. Yeah. Um, but no, I was raised super, super, super Christian and a really, you know, really rich over there in Danville on the yeah. other side of the bay. I did a set there last week, my first suburban set. Oh, yeah. Interesting. My serial killer stuff did not didn't, go over. Didn't do it. Was, I had a camp rape thing. They were laughing, but as soon as I started, you know, talking about, you know, it was pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, interesting doing a... You uh, drove all the way out to Danville. Oh, yeah, it's a long loop from... I'm in Oakland, but oh, still, still right, pretty right, far. Oh, right, 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 You got over the 24, you got it. Or the other way. Oh, wow, you went over the... Wow. That's where I'm closer to the zoo. So, I yeah. see, I see, Still I see. 30 minutes, but another free open mic, so it was cool. Yeah. Performing in front of civilians, that's, you know... It's right, and they had, a good, they had a good audience? Yeah, it's nice. Restaurant, bar. Sweet. The Growler. The Growler. Yeah, um, Adam was saying, oh, you should come to the show. I'm like, I am... There is no way I'm going to get out to Danville just not gonna happen right just not I mean I don't drive so I'd have to get my boyfriend to do it and I'm like why would I do that well if you ever want to you can bart out and I'll we can drive oh carpool. thank you Stanley yeah. under a bart yeah absolutely what do you you have uh, you have text in front of you what did you bring oh I'm always plugging my shows and stuff oh, can that's you do great. that here absolutely well, I'm on Twitter I don't know if you think I'm funny but it's called at uh, that's not gravy yeah it's a little diarrhea play guys I'm in the middle of my tour. I uh, kicked it off last night in uh, Ronert Park at a bowling alley. It went really well. My first paying gig. And then tonight, I'm competing in the open mic contest in Arinda. Oh, and cool. And the, the winner gets to open up for a, a national headliner at the theater. Wow. Um, so, yeah, the guy's name is John DeResta. He's a pretty funny guy. And then, at Arinda? Uh, I didn't know there's comedy a theater in there. Yeah, it's at the little wine bar next door. Huh. Uh, so there'll be 12 comedians competing. Come on down. To who, else is, who else are you competing against? Adam uh, Rubenfeld. Yeah, he's and uh, bah, 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 one other guy from the scene. Uh, I should know his name. Oh, yeah, Roman. Roman, the comedian. Roman R- Leo. Roman Leo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. other guys. Then Thursday, I'm in Oakland at the Endgame Cafe, comic book cafe. And then I wind it up here Friday. All right. Hat Improv. Thank yeah. Thank you for having me. It's my, Absolutely. It's my pro bono comedy tour. Thank you for letting me plug. Yeah, you bet. Uh, did you make God, little God flyers God willing, for I'll be here. God willing. You'll make it. You'll make it. It's a big week. It's a big week of comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, I hate comedy competitions. How are they going to judge that? Uh, audience, the Booker guy, and the other Booker guy. Yeah. I don't know how they tally it up, but it's a t- it's a place holds like twelve people, so there'll be twelve comedians plus whoever else. My brother lives there, so I'll have some. Oh, you so you, some you locals probably in there. win there. You got you, got, you brought Not the probably doing it's the eleven bringer. against it's me against eleven. There's the chances are I'm bad at math. Whatever. Right, one out of twelve. It's like being on a jury. Three minute set too. Three minute set. Oh, can't even get started. Can't even get started. You're already done. Yeah, I didn't even. I did two shows last night, and I didn't know how much time. I was hoping I was getting 20 minutes. Oh yeah, you were at the Octopus. I saw those pictures. Yeah, I was at. uh, First, I was at Buzzworks, which was great. Was there were tons of people, and I just I opened it for them because I had to get to Oakland. Where's Buzzworks at? Uh, 11th Street, um, in between. Yeah, Folsom. It's it's a bar that has a bunch of like video old school video games and like ski ball and shit like that, and a lot of beers on tap. I'll have to check that and, out. And um, and it was good. It was it was a good show and well attended. And uh, who's the showrunner there? Um, 
Latoya put it together, but it was okay. with Laughing Monk Brewery because they were like, oh, Laughing Monk Brewery, they're going to do specials. Right on. And it's a laughing show, so it just made sense. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, and, and then the octopus thing was good, too. Yeah. But I thought I was getting like 20 minutes and I only got 10. I was like, ugh. That's whatever. how it goes. I mean, welcome to the biz, right? Right. Well, and I can do as much time as I want whenever I want to. So, I, I mean, that's not, it's not like I'm, what do I have to complain about? I'm trying to figure out time management on stage, you know, because they told me 10. So I prepared that for a week or so. And then I got there and they said eight, or uh, the day of it was eight or seven and then it went back up to eight so like I don't know yeah yeah I perfectly time my stuff but I don't know how to do oh just wait till they give you the finger you're fine that's how I figure <laughs> it out all you have, you don't, that's all you have to know is a minute oh yeah you don't have to know anything else it's you, like just yeah. go until they give you the finger and then figure out your 45 second close or get out of there yeah well and I always close I mean I usually close on the same thing you know you get your one liner so you know you're <laughs> if you gotta if you gotta wrap it up if they're getting all freaky deaky uh so what do you do what do you do for money what do I do for money, honey? I work at a enormous HR firm in their legal department. So I'm a really? par- I'm a paralegal by trade. Wow. Okay. So, so is Rachel law, Raphael. Employment discrimination, harassment, oh. pregnancy discrimination. Wow. Defending employers. Oh. But uh, you know, we settle the cases where there's mistakes and uh, sure. counsel them on how to be better. But um, sometimes claims are made when there's really nothing there. But yeah. But sometimes claims are made when there really is something. There. Yeah. Would, you weren't hired because you weren't qualified, not for the color of your skin. But right, right, you, right, right. How do you prove? You that? know what? Exactly. I've I kind of been accused of racism so much, and I'm just like, I'm not like being racist. You're just, you know, not an upstanding member of society. It has nothing to do with the color of your skin. Yeah. Well, You're just a like this one guy. He we were at Brainwash one night, and he started saying he wanted. He wanted me to stop what I was doing. I was getting ready to do my Tuesday night at Brainwash. Yeah, so I was yeah. busy. I was getting set up and whatever. And he wanted to talk to me about something at the station. But I really didn't have time to talk to him because right. I was setting up. And so I was kind of like, hey, can we? Can you email me? Can we talk about this at another time because I'm, I'm doing this? And he's like, you fucking racist. And I'm like, no. Oh, my gosh. It has nothing to do with the color of your skin. It has to do that... that I need you to follow this particular procedure, which is to email me so that it'll be in my inbox so I'll actually pay attention to it because right now I'm thinking about the show and getting the list out. Like, they I don't can't... Have the, yeah, they don't have the social skills to see your body language. Just the right. most common thing, like, oh, you're busy. Right, and it doesn't have the... And that's the thing is that it didn't have the social skills to recognize that I'm not racist. He's just an asshole. I'm like... Right. You have to respect other people's time and when they tell you, like... I don't have it this very suck. I'd love to give you the time that you're seeking for whatever you want. I just can't do it now. Right. But let's set up a time when that'll be appropriate. But then after that, he like yelled at me in front of everybody. And I'm like, so now you think I'm going to do you a favor? I'm going to do something for you? <laughs> this is business is about relationships. Like, Anything is about relationships. Right. So, and then it, on the internet, he called me out a bunch and kept calling me a racist all over wow. the place. And I was like, okay, now Who it's slander. He's just a guy is on that. Is that Tony Sparks? No, no, just kidding. no, no. I love Tony <laughs> That's Sparks. That's a joke. But the guy ended up getting 86 from the brainwash because oh, of bet. the way that he, like the you even Amber, who doesn't even work anymore, and she's like, I'm black. She's not a racist. You're being an asshole. Stop yelling inside here and get out. Like, wow. do some laundry, buy a beer, or get out. And then my whole thing was, I'm actually running the open mic tonight. You think that you're going to get on this open mic after you just called nope. me? A bit? I'm like, what are, you, are you confused? It's but, again, it's all on them. It's their issues. 
And they're just projecting. But it's just, it's people. And we have to interact with each other. And in San Francisco, it's so weird because we all consider ourselves such like liberal people or right. whatever. Mm-hmm. But we're still, I don't know, judging everybody still a lot constantly. of aggroness, yeah. I don't know. I don't know the answers. I'm just, yeah, I'm just trying to be a nice person. Right. I don't understand why we all get into fights and I just don't. Well, that's where the extremes go, where there are people who claim racism when there isn't, and then the people, the white people or the people in power see that as like, oh, they're always complaining, blah, 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 blah. So, like, you can't take it on a case-by-case basis, was it or not. You know, it's all, it's this whole all or nothing where right. all Muslims are bad, all this is bad, like 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 Donald Trump, like NAFTA was a complete disaster. Really? It, yeah. Was it, it created complete- lots of jobs. We have billions of dollars coming in. It wasn't. Can it be fixed? Yes. ACA, was it a complete disaster? No. Was right. it poorly rolled out? Yes. Did the website suck? Yes. Are there problems with it? Yes. But, but it's do, a huge monumental do like task. Eight million people are covered in insurance that weren't were it was like twelve previously. now. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. But he can't campaign on saying let's repeal some of it and replace it. That's not exciting. You have to say it sucks. You can't right. say we're well, going to renegotiate NAFTA and, and keep the good stuff and but that's not exciting. You have to say it sucks. You have to say America sucks too. Like really, make America great again. Right. Did your life, like, it was embarrassing when we had Bush for eight years. I was fine with Obama for eight years. My life didn't materially change. Sometimes I paid more taxes. Sometimes I didn't. I, right. st- I still went to work. I paid my bills, masturbated, went to concerts. Nothing changed. Nothing changed. I mean, I was embarrassed for Bush because he couldn't speak in complete sentences. Right, right. I, I had a day-by-day calendar of ridiculous things he said. Yeah, and now we have it, it was so funny. It was like, one of them was, I truly believe the human beings and fish can coexist. Yeah, I love that quote. I love it. I, we missed that carefree because he, he was actually a nice guy. You could tell he was a, a nice American and stuff. He wasn't a vindictive person. He believes that Jesus and God actually talked to him, though. In right. his, I read his autobiography, which he didn't write, by the way. <laughs> he uh, he might have talked the beginning into a into a dictaphone, but then the rest of it is completely ghostwritten. But he doesn't have a black heart like Trump. No, he doesn't have a I black know. heart. He honestly just believes in Jesus and he's a changed man since his cocaine right. and his alcoholism days. Right. And he's, he's just a little dopey, right? But he's one of the first presidents who's like, I was an alcoholic and I'm not anymore and I don't drink and I don't partake. And he's like, I was a drug addict and alcoholic. And it's funny that no one even really, I wish he'd kind of come out as that and kind of talk about what the current drug war. I don't know. I don't know what he would do. He right. was a figurehead. He wasn't a real person. Right. Well, it's interesting that Trump doesn't drink either. He's got all these Trump vodka and wine and, He's just not good, not good with his alcohol. He's not, he's not good with anything. Right. I forgot to do my jokes last night about, about women and him. Just, he's had, it's, he's on his third wife, third trophy wife. Like, it just makes me so sad for the the future of women. So what's religion going to look like in a hundred years? I think that there'll be another new agey weird thing that people that. That's like. Be the next. The millennials will look at the Scientology and right, something tech related. Some yeah, they'll be like the internet is God, <laughs> and then there's some kind of like worshiping the internet thing that happens. Be interesting because a, a lot of religion just seems like a money a money play. Yeah, I mean. And that have you seen that? Uh, did you see Going Clear or the thing about Scientology? Oh yeah, clearing the Thetans. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, or some I forget what show or documentary, and it was saying how how easy it is to get certified as a religion with the government. They, or I think it was jo- maybe last night with John Oliver, but it was like a twelve point test. You really don't have to do that much. Right. And he formed his own religion. Jo- yeah, that's where I saw five hundred one c three. Yeah. Yeah. You I know? mean, I, I, we could probably just make 
mutiny you, radio a religion. Yeah, you don't have to show any miracles, you know, but right. it's, a, it's like a 12th thing and you get tax-exempt status. So crazy. It's bizarre. Well, and I mean, I could easily be a cult leader. I, I think that I could definitely, I think I have the skills to charisma. check, to, to check the, I don't know about the charisma, but I definitely, I can definitely um, be a cult leader. I'm obsessed with that stuff, the David Koresh stuff. Oh, yeah. And uh, so Jim good. Jones. Oh, the, the, the 900 and, 912 people? Is that how many he had killed themselves? And then we're, that coins the term drink the Kool Aid, right? Right, I know. I say drink the Kool Aid all the time. And did you, okay, so there's a He's new. in San Francisco. That guy was. Yeah. He was at, yeah, Jim Jones. The, the new guy, I just watched the documentary on him called Enlighten Us. And it was about a self help guru guy. And three people died in one of his... He did a sweat lodge thing. Oh, I remember that. And he made the... In Sedona, Arizona. And he made the sweat lodge too hot. And he made people, like, be in there. And he was like, don't puss out. And he didn't say puss out. But he right. said, this is going to be crazy, more difficult than you've ever done. And you're going to want to quit. But don't quit. And so we had all these people that were really trying to impress him or whatever. And three of them died in the sweat lodge. And it's like... That's the thing. There's a lot of sheep out there. And else. looking for enlightenment. This is... And it's so stupid. It's the same... I watched that... Tony, Tony Robbins. Yeah. And th- that's the same thing as the... Okay, so the Trump University... Exactly. ...made me so angry because I found out after I did a little digging into it that the curriculum wasn't even written by anyone with any degrees of anything. No NBAs, nothing. Right. Do you know who it was written by? It was written by the uh, Timeshare. Uh, it's another... They write scripts for Timeshare people so that when you go to Hawaii then, and they give you the free dinner and then you go and have to hang out at the thing and they try to sell you the damn timeshare cult language right right just substitute god for timeshare right and so that's what trump did he his all of his trump university stuff was about was timeshares like buy the next package buy the next package oh did you learn did you learn in this three-hour seminar that cost a hundred dollars well if you pay three thousand dollars you can do the week you can do the whole you can do the weekend but really you should invest in the whole week it's the upsell People spent upwards of $40,000 on an education that was not accredited. There's no schooling at all. And right. no one actually learned anything because it was all just timeshare brainwashing. It's like Landmark Forum, you know, Landmark. They go to those weird meetings and they, yeah. and it's a pyramid. It's, it's a scheme. You pay more. You go the, the next thing. It's getting, you know, it's the same with this guy, the guy, the enlightenment guy. He was like, I, that's where people make the money is they, they go to these he put on these almost like festival shows and it's like $250,000 to put it on, but everyone pays $500 to be there and you stack the room and then you, you know, do your magic hocus pocus, Tony Robbins thing. Right. It's the same thing with Tony Robbins. They all go to these retreats and everybody sits in that room and then they all break it down and they get real honest and all this. I watched that documentary too. And I'm like, they're scam artists. Yeah. They're con artists. And I feel like, uh, I try not to use his name, but 45 is, he conned us. Yeah. There's a lot of gullible people. Like if you stood out in front of a Walmart with some kind of flyer and convinced people, you could just, you could just convince people of anything. They just want to believe and they're just not very smart. That's just amazing. Some of those people think that they're going to be rich. Like now we have a businessman in the, in the office. Like I want a piece of America. I want to, and they're like sitting in a trailer park. It's like, really? It's not going to happen for you. It's not, it's not going to happen for any of us. He was born rich. 
Right. He was born on. Well, he was born on. Definitely born on third base. He was started with his, you know, One tiny million dollar. dollar but his dad co-signed every yeah. loan after that, so it was basically the bank had zero risk because he was a well-established uh, exactly construction guy. So every one of his deals and developments, he wouldn't have gotten that on his own. Of course not. No, born on third base. His dad co-signed for everything. Well, it's it's one of those things where, uh, you know, we look at the disparity happening and and between the haves and the have-nots and the color that people are usually when they're a have-not and how that works. Yeah. And people will say, well, you know, affirmative action stopped all that and blah, blah, blah. And the only example that I can possibly give people is that it's like we all started a race except that all the people with that weren't white, all the people of color had big 10 pound weights on their ankles and they're right. trying to deal with these weights. And then we're like, well, hey, we removed the weights and we're equal now, right? The 60s happened. We're all equal. Ha <laughs> right. And then they're so far behind that you're like, well, why don't you just catch up? You can't, you can't catch up. And it's like, if we were cool, we'd just start the race over. But we're like, no, no, we're already ahead. So that's, right. we're supposed to be here. Yeah. Donald Trump's supposed to be ahead. So no entitlements, no, right. no handouts, all that stuff. Really? Right. Thanks. Because though they fixed it all. But it's like, if we have to acknowledge the weights that we had people running with, you know what I mean? It's and like, just a- acknowledging reality. I, I don't want to call it evil, but affirmative action is a necessary thing to f- address a problem. Is it perfect? No. Right. But it's you need it's better than nothing. You need something. So it helps in a lot of ways. Maybe uh, the person less qualified gets into a job than another person. Oh, sorry, white person. Sometimes right. bad things happen. Right, exactly. Yeah, people get shot and killed. You didn't get your job and got to somebody else. Okay. You know. Right. Well, and... And There's give a person a, not, a chance at a job if they're not qualified. If okay, if they don't work out in three months, okay, fine. But give right. somebody a chance. Absolutely. To prove themselves. Because then they, it, it might be a great fit. Lift them up. Sure. Their kids up. Absolutely. Why not? What do you have to lose? What exactly? See, you're a good person at heart. That's what I don't like is that people don't want to deal with reality, like the whole abortion things. Not every kid is wanted. Right. That's what I tried. That's what my whole joke is. It's better if the kid never lives than to be put in a microwave by some white trash idiot. Right, 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 right. Or this is a good one. Um, I used to teach high school and uh, one of the things we did, uh, we had this thing called baby think it over. And it was at our school. We had a special child care thing where the the kids, the 16 year old moms could learn childcare skills oh, wow. with their kids and then the childcare people the kids would come into the class and then they'd go and go to school and it was a very a good, good and self-sustaining program it was wonderful but when girls these young girls who came from not the best families and they'd say I just want someone to love me he has sex with me he says that that's love and then oh, I want a baby I want a baby to love me anyways we had this thing called baby think it over and it was a baby with a computer chip in it. And it did things. They were annoying and you had to do things. You had to take care of the baby for the right. weekend. And then you put the computer chip in the thing and it tells you how you did. So this one girl brings back the baby think it over and she gives me the chip. And she's like, it hasn't been doing anything for a long time. And I'm like, uh, your baby's been dead for 48 hours. <laughs> oh, God. And I was like, what did you do? At, I said, it looks like at two in the morning here, something happened. And she's like, God, it just wouldn't stop screaming. And I said, Well, did you do the? Did you feed? Did you get the little bottle? Did you feed oh, the baby, cool thing, or yeah. you put change the baby's diaper? Like something was going on. She's like, No, I, I wrapped it up in a blanket and put it in the drawer. <laughs> oh, I was like, Okay, God. so you're negating the whole point. She's like, This is stupid. This is stupid. I'm like, Okay, you couldn't have a fake baby for 52 hours 
But right. you want to have a real baby forever. It's like, how do you explain that to a child? It, it seemed so obvious. And she was like, no. She ended up getting pregnant and it, terrible stuff. Yeah, it's like that. Whole, it's a common thing. Like, oh, the Republicans, they oh, they want to protect the fetus as long as it's, until it gets out. Then like, ah, oh, you're on. Yeah, your own. now you're screwed. Sorry. Yeah, now you have a 16 year old mom who didn't, who's going to put you in a drawer. So or you got to have common sense. I'm, like, I'm pro death penalty. Obviously, there's been problems of false confessions, horrible racism and stuff. But like, but for certain things, like Ted Bundy, you know, he was put to death in Florida, a serial killer, dead to rights evidence is overwhelming what right. is the point of keeping him alive and they say oh the appeals and death penalty cost more than keeping him alive well let's make that more let's efficient. make that more streamlined certain, yeah certain people just there's no point in right 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 like there's baby no rapers point. like if you you know timothy mcveigh is he gonna right. be rehabbed and he's gonna he's gonna right. what is john wayne gacy you know what is the point dressing as a clown and eating uh, right. small penises not yeah it's time it, see now that's the thing too i i am also i I'm for the death penalty. Like the and a lot of guy, the, 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 the church killer. All of, yes, I say. What is the point of keeping the kid alive? Right. Well, and I believe in the death penalty too, but a lot of people, do, I also, I'm a huge abortion fan, but I wonder, people who are pro-lifers who don't like abortion, do they also like the death penalty or do they not like the death penalty? Right. I'm very interested to see. A lot see, of them are anti-death penalty, but I, yeah. But, because God, they don't want, they don't want anyone to die. <laughs> But if they are pro-death penalty, but then they don't like abortions, yeah. it's like, That's so you can yeah. kill, when do you, I mean, when does life begin? I really don't think that when you when you realize that you're pregnant for less than two months I, I just don't think that I think it's that's the right time to decide whether you want to invest the next 18, 19 rest of your life right or if you can say you know what I like to drink every Tuesday <laughs> It's just like, yeah, it's not the best thing. Should every kid be born and loved? Yes. Yeah, Is that a reality? Sure. No. Yeah. It's no. like saying uh, people should not abuse drugs, it, but it happens. Right. Yeah. It happens. I, well, I love drugs. I try yes. not to abuse them. I try to make them my friends yeah. and hang out with them as much as I can. Yes. Yes. I love drugs. But also, I, I'm a responsible drug user. I don't, like, I took some shrooms couple weekends ago and I like took hardly any I, I eat I microdose I like take like a little a little cap mm-hmm. I get things a little twisted and I'm like oh I'm 42 and I'm on shrooms <laughs> you know like or if I take acid I'll put it in a bottle of water and I'll drink it over time I just don't go crazy anymore like even I took some ketamine last weekend and I only took a tiny bit of ketamine like because I was like I don't want to be in a k-hole I, I gotta get out of here I gotta get home on the bus so I don't want to make things too twisted but I think a lot of these leaders need to just do a little weed or something yeah like that, that. Would, that would that would when be you think point. about number 45 if that would just open him up he'll realize what a bad person he is and just, right like, well now that's the question is he really a bad person or does he no he's a bad person because he does things with his own self because selfishness is the heart he's got this world class narcissism and just the bulliness like he can't he's just He's governing by tweets, by responding. Which is responding. the which is the least presidential thing he could possibly do. Yeah, and now the Russia least... now Russia's testing. There's two in the missiles and stuff to, to really test what Trump is going to do. You know, so we're going to another Cold War. It's, oh it's man, such a mess. It's such a mess. He doesn't have a single economist on his real uh, cabinet uh, c- council. Yeah, yeah, they're all business people. Wow, that's terrible. Yeah, there's one economist, but he's not on the direct level personally. That's insane. They're supposed to have like eight or nine economists. Well, it's just, it's, 
it's this which should be the separate I mean I still want to see his tax returns I, I think he's a shady businessman I I just can't even believe that nobody's talked about the university yeah a lot of the university. real billionaires the Mark Cubans and uh, and uh, Buffett's they don't think he's there they make fun of him he's not as rich as they, he does he's not as rich as they say he is. I don't think that he's rich I think that it's all just tax I think it's because he's never paid taxes and he doesn't really have a lot of he has all these LLCs and stuff but he, he really just licensed a lot of his business is just licensing the name he doesn't he only owns like two buildings plus he has a lot of golf courses but really Trump Tower and like the plaza but it's all licensing so he doesn't have this giant physical empire like he likes to think so yeah, oh, that's so crazy. You know he's not going to release it. That the audit's going to end, and he's going to say no one cares about it. Those tax returns. That's we what care. I care. I care. I care a lot. I really because that shows honesty and transparency. My, my, one of my favorite famous people, Stephen King, wrote an article not too long ago oh, yeah. where he said, he said, "Tax me more." He's like, "I'm a rich person. Tax me." It's like it's sad right. that these rich people. He's like, I'm a rich person. I make way too much money. Thank you. Thank you for buying my books. Thank you for buying my art. Right. I love you guys. But please tax me. That's He's what like Buffett begging said the government. Please make help me pay what I should be paying. He's like the tax loops are insane. Yeah. So he does things on his own. Like he owns two radio stations in Maine, which is like anyone who does radio knows it's a total losing money venture. Right, right. But he. He cre- he's created some jobs for some radio stations and there for some go. people and that's how he pays it forward because he's like please tax me and then even when he runs those businesses they get tax breaks from running that and it's like the more money you have the more money you get to keep somehow and then you know there's a poor tax around the city with uh, with street cleaning sweet street sweeping you know what I mean All like right. how are we funding everything on the grassroots level with street sweeping and tickets and and parking tickets oh, those are so expensive they hit they hit so expensive. they don't slide scale on how much you make so they're exactly. brutal they're they're brutal 65 bucks and yeah some of them are 113 for somebody for some people that's their paycheck absolutely I, it pisses I me off and I'm like okay I can afford that but that's annoying but it's like wow yeah it's but it's a poor tax and you got to wonder like where when are we going to start with the rich taxes right. i mean it just seems could we get to the point where we're all going to be microchipped anyway so people can follow i'm so stuff? scared about that though and that's an apocalyptic thing that's but think in- about this think of it was programmed to know your net worth so wherever you go you pay a sales tax based on how much you make so like people walk in the store and like oh you have no tax you know you make under this amount of money they right. could get to that level that would be insane it's like oh your tax is three bucks on this because you make a lot of money and stuff like that that's crazy that'd be interesting I, all, i'll all never be chipped same, we all pay the same uh, sales tax yeah regardless. right flat flat tax or yeah sales tax which i i'm totally about flat taxes i think i just think that they should be flat tax everywhere all the time no extra loopholes i just yeah. rich people don't need really i'm almost to the idea that no income tax but the consumption tax you, but yeah consumption tax but that nobody makes over a million dollars a year there's no reason for anyone to make more than a million dollars a year there is no reason for it how many things do you need how many houses how many boats how many CDs how many DVDs how many things does yeah. one person need I live in a studio apartment and I can barely keep it clean <laughs> I mean I mean how do you thing to think about. how do you do you have you have a library you have a library that big that you can read all your books now do I I have I have four enormous bookshelves. I have four bookshelves in there. Oh, you're Stephen King? I have a lot of Stephen King. But I have a lot of books, and books are important to me, and I have my books. And I actually read all the books that I have. And I reread them, and I have them, and I use them as reference, a lot of my cookbooks, and I have lots and lots of books. Nice. Which, yeah, I think it's great and important, but how many things 
there's still it's almost too many things like sometimes I'll even just put the books like I got the Tina Fey book and what a pointless endeavor that was it was okay but it wasn't that great and the Jen Kirkman book I'm like those ones I need to just go put down in the lobby and be like somebody else go read this dribble (laughs) which there it is good to be like oh I'm a woman I'm empowered and I'm talented blah 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 but yeah, how much is enough? But it's like the whole supply and demand. Like, you know, baseball players get paid billions and millions of dollars because their money's there. You know? I just, I can't even imagine. Like, I'm so poor, right? I make about $1,000 a month. Uh, and I live in the city, which is nuts. Oh, my God. Uh, my, that's why I'm on food stamps. My rent is 92% of my income. Yeah, that's what uh, it Yeah, it's crazy. But, which is why I get free healthcare. But let's say, I used to be a teacher. Let's say that I got a real job again let's say I made even 60 grand I can't even conceptualize that much money I don't even know what I would do with it it's that much to me that is like f- almost five five times what I make and that to me it's just it's it would be mind-blowing to have that much expendable income I don't know what I'd spend it on besides better wine like <laughs> and better food you wonder if they could, it's too late, I mean, like, to try to pay, uh, I don't know if it's socialism, but just, like, people pay into the system. I guess you're supposed to pay in with more taxes, but even beyond that, like, it would it would just go straight to a fund every time they earn it, and that would be drawn and distributed to the to the people with less throughout the year, not just an income tax like that. You wonder if they, could, amazing. they could do the technology with all the with all the bank wire. Crowdsourcing and all that. And all that. Yeah, but it's just, or, or billionaires who are willing to do it. You know, and it goes into a fund, and that makes money in the gosh, gosh darn uh, Wall Street market, and then it gets distributed. That'd be amazing. Even lead to people, but the people have whatever uh, restrictions and what they could 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 not do. But you know, that sounds like well, okay. So there's um, people who would be reckless. It's with like those. privatizing Social Security. Um, yeah, they tried to do that in Argentina, and it tanked. Um, but it would be interesting to privatize Social Security and say that you get to be in charge of your own. People retirement do thing. Yeah, they, people they, don't want to put it. They want the shit. Don't. I want to spend the shit now. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, and Social Security makes me angry because uh, women still, you could be a mom, you could be a great mom, you could have all these babies, and which is kind of like adding to the economy and you're making another little consumer, but they have no, you could be a mom, you could work 10 hours a day being the best mom ever. You could homeschool your kids even, and you don't get Social Security. You wow. don't exist wow. as a woman, as wow. a mom. As a job, it's not. It's not considered. Oh right, right, I right. Like teaching is a job, but being a mom is not a job. Even, Even though it's like you're the most teaching. you're teaching, it's like the most important job. Right. Now I can be a nanny, and I get paid to be a nanny. Other people's kids. Right, but when it's your own kids, what is wrong with that? What is wrong with us? And raising arguably better raised kids because they have much more nurture and absolutely more FaceTime. Say trying to save the world can't do it. Uh Education. I hate 45. I don't even, I just try not to call him by his name anymore. Yeah. Is it going to change? So in a hundred years, we're all going to have chips. We're going to, everything will be, it'll be like you swipe, you go to Safeway and you swoop and it just knows. No more knows. money, no more wallets, no more, you know. It's... But then how do you determine someone's worth hmm. and their value? That's, see, that's the thing about being a woman. That's about being like, so let's say I have some really, you know, like, great sex with my boyfriend do I get credited some points on my chip does it like boop 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 yeah like I you just earned ten dollars like a CVS card yeah that would be cool if you did good deeds you let somebody in you held the door open for people yeah we've been talking about this 
we're such jerks. People slam doors. I kind of always look behind me to see if somebody's coming in, but people yeah. will just slam doors in your face. They're, and getting on and off the bus, sidewalk politics is very important to me. Do we not know that you let the people off the bus before you get on the bus? Oh, that's the worst. Or Bart. Or Bart. Crowded Bart. You're trying to get out of Bart. I just keep saying it. I say, you let the people off. You let them off so there's room to get on. Let them off. Or elevators. People are just in their own world. They step in the elevator like there's 30 people that are just about to get out there, champ, you know. Right. Just wait. Lots of very self-involved. That's Narcissism, worse. It's worse with the phones. Everyone's staring at their phones now. Right. And right. More distance. More selfishness. You wonder what, these, what the young kids, you know, if they're just detached from their emotions and all the porn that's available. Oh, People it's so everywhere. Having the worst idea of a vision of women. Oh, well, women are all going to do this. Oh, great. They're going to do this in bed. Oh, they didn't do this in bed. Maybe I'll make them do it in bed, you know? It's right, like, right, uh, right. It's, uh, Morality. When I was a kid, you had to leave the house to try to go find porn, right? Right. We were like digging through trash cans looking for Playboys, literally. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now, well, the kids, the kids, it's crazy. Um, I saw a six-year-old being pushed around in a stroller with an iPhone in front of its face uh, watching something, and I wanted to break it, rip it out of its hands and say, hey, A, your six-year-old can fucking walk, you lazy piece of shit parent. You lazy piece of shit parent. Just because you can afford a stroller for your six-year-old, like a six-year-old, two and a half-year-olds can walk. Stop it. Stop. We're worried about millennials being entitled. This is a six-year-old in a stroller with with on-demand entertainment. What do we think is going to happen? Right. I've seen them before like that, and then the mom is pushing and what, looking at her own phone. Just uh, yeah, exactly. That's why, because you, you don't... You wouldn't, like, show them Why nature. would you... Right, why would, why would you bird. look up at the sky? Why would you look at the... I mean, I saw the coolest thing on Geary the other day. A falcon or a big hawk nice. swooped down. It was on Geary and Hyde. Swooped down, picked up a pigeon out of the street, and then ate it up on the... Like, right above this awning on, that. like, a fire escape. And I'm sitting there. I'm staring up at this fucking bird eating this other bird and I'm like this is fucking cool and all these people are like what are you looking at and it's like there's nature yeah right it's there great to see get back to the food chain look, and see what's going on look it's eating its chest cavity look at it that, that happened it to me great. once I was at a stoplight in Arinda going to band practice and I, it was at night and it was in the, spot, uh, the street light and there was a, a rabbit walking I'm like oh cool a rabbit and as soon as I thought that an owl <gasps> dropped down and took the rabbit Badass. <laughs> it was like cool nature. Yeah, I know rabbits. It was rabbits. I love rabbits though yeah, too. I think owls, rabbits owls are, the are badass too. Wild. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm a big fan of owls too. There's an owl at right up here on uh, Treat Street in this cool building. They've got this like kids museum upstairs, and they've got a raccoon with no tail, and they have a they have an owl that only has one wing. Wow. And they have a couple other birds in there. And you can just, it's free. You just walk in there and you can see. And they have snakes and they have turtles and they have bunnies. Nice. Yeah. So it's cool. But I, I love that the, the poor owl only has one wing. Something must have happened terrible. Uh, this has been great. Jason, what are your last words? Tell everybody your shows again for this week. Oh, my gosh. I am playing tonight in Arinda at... Good uh, luck. I hope you fucking win. Thank you. Cine Sueve, whatever. It's near the Arinda Theater Wine Bar. Come down and wine with me. And then I'm playing a comic book cafe 
Thursday in Oakland. Uh, it's Endgame uh, Comics. It's, cool. a, it's like a cool board game store where people show up and do board games. You want to talk about interacting and Badass. no screens and stuff. A lot of nerds there. So I'm supposed to be Magic doing, the Gathering. Supposed to be doing some yeah some comic jokes. And then uh, I'm happy to wind up the comedy tour here on Friday. My first Hell Hat Improv San Francisco. Yeah. Five I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that too. Uh, Should I even prepare a set because I just keep pulling stuff. Well, out. Um, the way that. I mean, I the have best, a set. The, yeah, no, it's it, it, it. Whatever happens, happens. The best hell hatters pull the fewest. The lazy hell hatters just keep pulling and pulling and pulling, and it's fine. So they come up with something funny. But okay. I like to like. Will somebody yell out, pull something? Well, usually, I try to get people not to pull more than ten because it's a ten-minute set. So like one a minute is pretty standard. But again, you can pull something out, and you don't have to read it. You can read it to yourself and look at it. You can throw it away. You can do anything you want. You can Improv. look at it. You can look at it and you can say, this reminds me of a joke I have prepared. Yeah. And then you can do some of your prepared material. Or you can seamlessly work your prepared material into whatever you get. It's such an open format. And I'm it's excited. always different. And it's always a lot of fun. So that's Thank this Friday much. here on yeah, Pam Tassi's Comedy Clubhouse. Thank you for being here, Jason Cole. We're trying to figure everything out. One Tim at a time. Uh this this is uh, this is pervert fervor here <laughs> this is pervert fervor where the hallway keeps getting longer
you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby. Good, because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again. And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com. That's 4altacalifornia.com for a non-addictive, pharmaceutical, free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4altacalifornia.com. This is Tussle Matters with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door and promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. I 
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. The second annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming March 1st through 5th, 2017 to San Francisco, featuring 25 shows in five days and 50 comedians from across the entire U.S. From Washington and Portland to Los Angeles, New York to Indiana, Tennessee to Pennsylvania, these comics will join San Francisco's best underground comedians for five days of comedy at Mutiny Radio. All shows will be live streaming and available after via podcast at www.mutinyradio.fm. But see them live in our intimate 30-seat performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Mission, March 1st through 5th. Tickets available on our website, www.mutinyradio.fm now. Brought to you by our generous festival sponsors, Alta California Botanicals, Destiny's Mom, what a Tomato Produce Company, the law offices of John P. Strauss III, Asiento, FruFruHot.com, Jankytown.org, Brooke Heineken, Pervert Fervor, and Trina Roderick. Asiento. This locally owned Mission Neighborhood Bar and Restaurant is excited to be a sponsor for the festival. We hope you'll join us any night of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival for happy hour pricing all night long. Just mention that you are an audience member for happy hour pricing March 1st through the 5th at Asiento. Our address is 2730 21st Street at Bryant Street, just a half a block away from Mutiny Radio. Asiento has a warm, friendly neighborhood vibe that's perfect for an after-work drink or for a night out. Featuring a comfortable bar and extensive tapas menu, this is the perfect place for groups that want to get together for drinks and food. Join us at Asiento. Whoa there. What a tomato! Where did you find such a nice tomato? What a tomato? I know, I just said that. Where'd you get that fine heirloom? What a tomato. Look, man, this isn't a come on. Just tell me where you got that beautiful tomato. 
What a tomato. No, no, seriously. I actually want to eat a tomato. I love tomatoes. Where did you get that tomato? What a tomato. Dude, it's a fine, beautiful tomato. I want to eat one too. I want one right now. I like to eat them like an apple with salt. Tell me, where'd you get the tomato? What a tomato. Are you high? Just tell me where I can find a tomato like that. What a tomato. Is this a metaphor? What a Tomato Produce Company in San Francisco. For all your wholesale produce needs, 2055 Jared Avenue. Hope your legs are looking sexy, because we're going to charm your pants off. Come to the Charm Offensive Comedy Show at Punchline San Francisco. It's a night of great jokes, magnetic personalities, featuring the Bay Area's most awarded comedians, plus national headliners. You'll laugh. You'll swoon. And when you regain your composure, you'll swipe right. Tuesday, March 7th. Doors at 7, show at 7.30 at 444 Battery Street in San Francisco's Financial District. Brought to you by Paco Romaine and Destiny's Mom's Comedy. Our last show sold out, so get your tickets now at punchlinecomedyclub.com. Charm Offensive at Punchline Comedy San Francisco. Tuesday, March 7th. See you there, sexy. What's with the limp? I got hit by a car on my bike. This person just ran a red light. How are you going to work? You wait tables. I don't know. I'm terrified. I count on my tips and these hospital bills are confusing. The insurance adjusters just treat me like I'm a piece of paperwork. Man, you should go to johnstrausslaw.com. John Strauss is a great personal injury attorney. When I got hurt, he handled 